catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, November 1st. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and this is The Point from WUFT News. University of Florida Board of Trustees will meet at Emerson Hall today to vote on the nomination of Republican Senator Ben Sass as the next president of the university. Ahead of that important step in the nomination process, student body president Lauren LeMasters is still unsure how she'll vote. I spoke with the independent Florida Alligators Claire Grunewald on the calls LeMasters is facing ahead of this vote and what comes next in Senator Sass's nomination process should he be approved. Thursday morning, student body president Lauren LeMasters held her office hours, which are open to students. So any student can come and speak with her. And so pretty much a coalition of UF organizations decided to attend those office hours to present to her a list of demands they had in regards to not only Senator Ben Sass, but the overall presidential search process and to the UF Board of Trustees, basically. So the coalition of UF students talked to President LeMasters about her involvement in the process of selecting Sass. So yeah, can you give us a refresher on that selection process? Yes, of course. Um, so Senator Ben Sass was announced as the final candidate for UF president. And the people who presented Senator Ben Sass as the sole finalist is the UF Board of Trustees. And the UF Board of Trustees is made up of 13 members, including student body president Lauren LeMasters. And so during the search process, the UF Board of Trustees spent time interviewing, talking to all of the candidates. They were the ones who made the final decision. And so they came up with one candidate left for president, and that was SAS. And when this was announced, a lot of the student body and a lot of members of the UF community were in shock at the announcement. Typically, when there is a presidential search on campus, there are multiple finalists for president. That's what happened last time with President Kent Fox. However, this time, there was only one finalist. And so that kind of sent shockwaves through the community. And then later, after the news broke and people were able to speak to the UF Board of Trustees, they later came out and said that every candidate for president that was left before SAS said they wanted to be a sole finalist. So that pretty much ended up with all of the candidates withdrawing from the race, stepping down, and that left Ben Sass to be announced as a final candidate. So, of course, after he was announced as a finalist, he made that last visit to campus. And what all happened during that last visit? Ben Sass attended a forum on campus and a lot of protesters showed up. Around 300 students attended this forum for Sass and protested his arrival on campus. And so ever since then, that was on October 10th, there has been a lot of turmoil over him being the sole finalist. And so this has led to students reaching out to not only the UF Board of Trustees, but specifically to Lauren LeMasters to try to get her to see the student perspective of things. So it all kind of led up to this, um, speaking to LeMasters, at least in regards to the student side. So what are some of the most common criticisms that students are leveling against Senator Ben Sass? What are they telling student body president LeMasters? Obviously, everyone on campus has differing opinions. However, a majority of students are against Sass's presence on campus. A lot of students are worried about his stances that he has taken in the past regarding the LGBTQ plus community. He's made comments about that. He's also made comments in the past about his stance on the pro-life versus pro-choice, him being pro-life. He has said that in the past. 
And he has also made comments about other things such as climate change. So there are a lot of students on campus who are nervous to have a candidate who has taken stances on these political issues like that in the past. So that's probably the biggest thing. And then there's also students who are worried about his experience in the education field. He has ran Midland University. However, Midland University is a very small university. It only has over a thousand students. So the size of the university that he was in charge of compared to UF, it's a very big difference. However, there are also students who are kind of like, we don't care whether he's Republican or Democrat or what his political affiliation is. So there's a definitely a wide ranging emotions on campus. So finally, I guess that brings us to today's big vote. What exactly does this vote mean if he's approved and what comes after? We have arrived at, I would say, one of the final steps for SAS to become president-elect. Today, the UF Board of Trustees will be voting on SAS to go to the next step, which the next step takes him off campus. The next step would be for the Florida Board of Governors to decide on if he could become president. So today, the UF Board of Trustees will vote whether he should continue to that step. And so that vote requires majority vote from the entire board and not a unanimous vote. So at that point, if he is voted yes, the students in the campus really won't have a say in it. So that's kind of what all of this is leading up to. The community has put in their opinions and has voiced their concerns. So now it's up for the Board of Trustees to consider if he will become president. That was the independent Florida Alligators' Claire Grunewald on calls student body president Lauren LeMasters is facing ahead of today's vote on Senator Ben Sass as the next president of the University of Florida. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Students, parents, and teachers have filed a revised lawsuit seeking to block the parental rights and education law, commonly referred to as Don't Say Gay. The News Service of Florida reports that the challenge argues that the plaintiffs have suffered concrete harms from the law, which spurred a fierce debate this year in the legislature and has drawn national attention. Legal experts say the anti-Semitic messages spread around Jacksonville, including at the TIAA bank field after the Florida-Georgia game, likely were not criminal. WJCT reports that the state attorney, FBI, and Jacksonville Sheriff's Office all say the messages are protected forms of free speech, unless inciting criminal activity or threatening violence against a person or group. Citizens' property insurance customers renewing their traditional homeowners policies will see an average 6.4% rate increase starting today. Florida Politics reports that the Office of Insurance Regulation approved this rate increase in July. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jacob Sedesi, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.